Serbi. Automate your security hygiene. Over the next decade, 90% of all technology spend will occur outside of IT. And does business users play a bigger role in selecting the apps they use for work? They often implement and configure those tools themselves, which often results in highly insecure applications that become the entry points for attackers. But Serbi can help. Serbi protects your apps by continuously and automatically identifying and applying common security controls to your applications as if they were installed by IT or security. Serbi automates your security hygiene, protect, secure, automate. Learn more at serby.com, C-E-R-B-Y.com. Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right. Well, the world seems to be going a bit sideways. But remember, we still have friends, books, and coffee. And that's pretty great. Starting off with security news. A MITRE advisory accidentally included live vulnerable instances. MITRE advisory came out recently regarding insecure camera admin interfaces, but rather than just references to like more information about the vulnerability, which is pretty standard, it also included a list of vulnerable internet accessible instances. So a bit of a big oops on that one. Apple introduces lockdown mode for likely spyware targets. So in iOS 16, Apple is introducing a new feature that locks down someone's device against targeted attacks. The primary use cases are people like reporters or high-ranking officials being hit with spyware created by companies like NSO Group. The tool works by disabling functionality within multiple parts of a device, including attachment types in messages, certain just-in-time web technologies, incoming communication prompts like FaceTime, wired connections when locked, and the installation of configuration profiles. I say bravo to Apple on this one, and I can't wait to see somebody take the future steps here of monitoring one's threat level and adjusting these types of things dynamically. FBI and MI5 say China steals constantly and massively. Speaking at a venue for business leaders, the MI5 and FBI leaders said, China's our most serious threat when it comes to intellectual property. Quote, the most game-changing challenge we face comes from the Chinese Communist Party. It's covertly applying pressure across the globe, end quote. The FBI director went on to say that the Chinese hacking program was, quote, lavishly resourced, and quote, bigger than every other country combined. The Pentagon is running a paid bounty. So they've been running clout-based programs for a while where you basically get kudos and points and that sort of thing. But between July 7th and July 11th, they're paying up to $110,000 to people who find bugs. And that's the whole bounty uh, bucket. It's not individually. They're actually paying 500 for highs, 1,000 for criticals, 
and they said they will pay up to 5000 for really serious issues. Researchers have found a way to detect deepfakes using lighting variations. So these are folks working out of NSA and Cal Berkeley, and have found a way to detect deepfakes using lighting variations. They introduce an element on the screen that changes a narrow band of color faster than most deepfake systems can respond. Myanmar's junta government is expanding its installations of Chinese-made surveillance cameras with built-in facial recognition. The plans are being sold as, quote, safe city projects, end quote, as one does. U.S. President Biden is heading to Iran this week. And timed with that event, Iran just released a report saying they're consistently producing uranium at 20% enrichment with its underground Fordo facility. 20% is a big step towards the 90% needed for weapons-grade uses. But they evidently already have enough 60% enriched matter for a single bomb if they chose to make one. Arizona makes it illegal to film within eight feet of police, so they just passed a law making it illegal to film within eight feet of various activities that police generally do. Lots of freedom advocacy groups are upset with the law, but I'm actually happy that it seems to imply that it's okay to do from nine feet away. I'm getting increasingly worried that just like all filming is going to be bad, but if they say nine feet away, I mean... Eight feet is pretty close to be to anyone, really, that you're not hanging out with in most situations. But I do worry about the cop basically being able to say, no, they were within eight feet and basically shout at anyone who's around them and be like, back away, back away, even though they're like 20 feet away. There's a now working exploit for last week's Django SQL injection vulnerability. This is still rated high. And there's critical vulnerability in multiple updates and products for Cisco, specifically Expressway Series and Telepresence Video Communication Server. And Swimlane has raised a $70 million Series C to continue efforts to automate security. And Coalition has raised a $250 million Series F to continue doing cyber insurance at a $5 billion valuation. Their approach focuses on providing tools for active monitoring and risk assessment, which I've been saying for years is the way this is actually going to get won. The the whole thing that they have to do is they have to figure out what actually works, and that's always been the problem for security. And it's especially a problem if you're trying to ensure security. Technology news. Elon Musk officially bails on Twitter. So he's officially submitted to stop the Twitter deal, and Twitter is suing him over it. Much has been said about the whole back and forth here with this deal. I think the final lesson will be one for Musk on controlling his impulses. He enjoys being spontaneous, and that's generally a good trait, especially if you're trying to be an innovator. But certain things like the SEC, the jobs of tens of thousands of people, and tens of billions of dollars are not to be joked about. This one is definitely going to sting, I think, likely in the form of one, people not taking him as seriously, and two, a considerable settlement. I don't know how many billions it'll be. It probably won't be the whole 40, obviously, but it's not going to be one either. So that one should sting. 
Bloomberg has done analysis saying 5% is the tipping point for EV adoption in multiple countries, and the U.S. has just crossed that threshold. That means 5% of new cars being sold are EVs in the U.S. Researchers were able to entangle two atoms in Germany across a new record of 20 miles of fiber optics, giving hope that the Ansible from Ender's Game will one day be possible. But I added that last part. They didn't actually say anything about Ender's Game. Much to my disappointment. Tesla is opening its chargers. So they're opening their superchargers to non-Tesla vehicles in the U.S. later this year. And this change will require some additional equipment to allow non-Tesla vehicles to charge. But uh, this is already happening a little bit in Europe, but it's coming to the U.S. now. Human news. There's a new universal vaccine for COVID starting phase one of human trials. This one hopes to protect against not only COVID, but SARS and some common colds as well. And uses a novel, this is a quote, novel mosaic nanoparticle technology, end quote. I'm sure that'll get the anti-vaccine folks uh, pretty riled up. And uh, this is a more experimental vaccine approach, but there are many others in various stages of development. And the link I have here in the newsletter goes over all the different ones. And it looks just like, at a quick glance, like 12 or 20 of them, like tons of them. The Army's one of them, actually. So there are now new, quote, marketing agencies popping up to manage women on OnlyFans. They provide services like social media marketing, managing their communities, and impersonating them in chat to get people to buy expensive private videos. And of course, they get part of the profit for providing these services. So on one hand, as a creator, these seem like completely legitimate services, like they're services I would use uh, for the most part. But when a business owner is managing a group of young women in a sexualized market, I can't help but be skeptical and a bit repelled. Like, in fact, the person who's highlighted in this article, it's a New York Times article, they call themselves e-pimps, right? So, I mean, it's a bit on the nose. It's quite obvious that that's exactly what they're doing. Strange times. But now that it's happening, and you look at it, isn't it surprising that it wasn't happening before? Isn't this like the most inevitable thing you can possibly imagine? I think that's true. Doesn't make it any less disturbing. You can now teach kids in Arizona without a college degree. So they've changed their laws. So you can teach if you are simply enrolled in college versus actually having the degree. Naturally, this has earned mixed reactions. My untrained response is that this is probably a net good given how many teachers are actually quitting. But here's another crazy idea. Maybe if teachers didn't want to do the work, then teachers in training might not want to do the work either. Flip side to that is at least there will be more of them, right? Because it's just a massive shortage. I personally think public education is the U.S.'s worst failure. California will make its own insulin. Gavin Newsom says paying $300 to $500 a month for insulin is a clear case of market failure, so he's going to have the state produce it as an alternative. Not a huge Newsom fan, but I like the government being used in this way. 
And I agree, this is an absolute market failure. And only 20% of Americans now see the Bible as the literal word of God. In the mid-80s, this number peaked at 40%. Content ideas and analysis. My ultimate ZSH and Vim config for July of 2022. This is my new piece on current ZSH and Vim setup. And uh, I've done tons of these different things and it was time for an update. And I'm really happy with the way my shell and Vim setup work. So hopefully you'll like the screenshots and be inclined to take a look. The difference between classical liberalism and libertarianism. This is um, actually getting hit a lot uh, right now for some reason, I, I guess with all the politics going on. So I thought I would share it again. This is from 2019. And I got a quote here from it. Classical liberalism was a strong counter to previous political movements that placed authority in the hands of churches, monarchs, or governments. Really cool idea. It's essentially, anytime you're breaking away from a central authority, that is the true classical liberalism. Next one here, the workforce reduction pincer move during recessions. New short piece on how companies are using the downturn to get rid of unwanted employees. You could check that one out on the site as well. Notes, I'm currently enjoying this season of Westworld for one primary reason. It's mostly a sci-fi show with characters in it rather than a character show in a sci-fi setting. So obviously story matters most in most cases, and normally it's a character story. But in this case, I'm enjoying seeing what's being said about society more than anything. And I'm also reading Freedom, the second book of the Damon series by Daniel Suarez. Picks up as an exact continuation of the first one, like literally like the next page just continues on. And I'm really enjoying it. Similar to my comment about Westworld above, the book isn't just fun, it's also commentary about where we might be headed. CrowdSec, the massively collaborative cyber defense solution. Discover CrowdSec, an open source and collaborative intrusion detection and prevention solution. Analyze visitor behavior and remediate various attacks for free. Each time an IP is blocked, all community members are informed so they can block it too, making the solution not only reactive but also preventative. Thanks to the collaborative CTI, CrowdSec users can experience 90% fewer attacks on their servers. And you can learn more at CrowdSec.com. Discovery. Measuring CO2 levels as a proxy for COVID risk. This one is so cool. So this is some really interesting analysis on the stuffiness of a room, basically, using CO2 levels and mapping that onto the chances of COVID particles being in the air or having the ability to be in the air. So basically, indoor air is less fresh and has much higher CO2 levels. So like outside air is like 400 to like 500 in CO2 levels. And indoor air could be like over 700, like over 1,000. And if it gets over like 2,000, it's really bad. And if you see those high numbers, like over 1,000, you know, getting close to 2,000, and there's people around, that means you are essentially sharing air. Or at least you're more likely to be. It depends on how small the space is and how many people. But that stuffiness measurement by looking at CO2, I think is really smart. 
And what's funny about this is I just bought three CO2 detectors because I'm like obsessed with air quality in my house. And sure enough, when I open the window and it hits these various um, sensors, it drops down to around 400 something. And if it's particularly stuffy and I haven't run the AC recently, um, it shoots up to, you know, 700 or so. So I just thought this was really interesting to use this as kind of a stuffiness detector regarding COVID risk. And I've got a, some links here for where you can buy these detectors on Amazon. Diablo's new mobile game is making over a million dollars a day in microtransactions. And yeah, it's a bit gross in how much money you need to pay to have a lot of fun on this game. But if they're spending any significant amount of this money on Diablo 4, then I'm all for it. Had an opportunity to sit down with Zane Bond from Keeper Security for a sponsored lunch interview. Spent around 40 minutes talking about Keeper's products, the problems they solve, and how they think about the password problem. You can listen to the interview linked here from the newsletter. How to be a great technical interviewer. Solid write-up and what to avoid and try for when doing technical interviews. Netflix has dropped to 21% of streaming market share. Amazon is at 20%, so that's like only 1% less. And Apple has finally hit 6%. HBO is at 15% and Disney Plus is at 14 Eight NFT scams to avoid. Absurd trolley problems, an interesting set of moral thought exercises that escalate in complexity to reveal our inner biases. Recon, Steampipe, an AWS perimeter checking tool that can be used to look for resources that are publicly accessible, shared with untrusted accounts, have insecure network configurations, and more by Turbot. And under productivity, Vimified. A way to learn Vim using interactive lessons. Recommendation for the week. Take some time to think about the quality of your indoor air. Primarily at home, but when you're out and about as well. The more CO2 present, the more stuffy the room is. This is what we just talked about. And if there are people in that room with you, then you're sharing each other's air. And again, that depends on the size of the room and the number of people and all that. But consider measuring your CO2 levels in the air around you. And again, I've got the link here to some options. And the aphorism for the week. In this world, there are only two tragedies. Getting what we want and not getting it. In this world, there are only two tragedies. Getting what we want and not getting it. Oscar Wilde. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie, with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.